Welcome to the Tiling Connect podcast. This podcast is designed to raise the standards of the tiling industry by sourcing and sharing the best and latest in standards, technology, and innovation with its listeners. Before we get started, everything we talk about in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider your own personal situation. You should always seek professional advice for any specific matters. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tiling Connect. I'm your host, Mark Mosqua. On today's episode, I thought it was perfect timing to share with you a little bit more about some key lessons that I've learned in business over the past 20 plus years. More importantly, some lessons that have really shaped who I am and how I behave in business today. I'm incredibly grateful for the opportunity to share with you all of these experiences and the guests that we've had on the show so far. And we've got some incredible guests lined up uh, in October and November. Let's take a look now at what I consider the 10 key lessons I've learned in business. Number one, don't underestimate the importance of relationships. This is such a fundamental um, attribute in any part of your life. Whether it's whether you're a father, whether you're a mother, whether you're a um, a brother or a sister, a friend, um, you know, family, friends, and colleagues are so important to um, who we are, how we grow up. Um, they the, these these relationships define us, and they shape how we behave um, in everyday life. You know, our professional networks um, are really important to us as well. And we, um, at times, we rely on um, these people to share advice with us so that we can make better decisions. So it's really important to not underestimate the importance of, of the relationships around us and also harnessing new relationships. Simply stated, relationships are the cornerstone of who we are today. Number two, being successful takes grit. So much hard work goes into achieving our goals, our dreams, our visions, our missions, and all of the things that we plan in life. Uh, There's a lot of hard work, there's a lot of perseverance, there's a lot of sacrifice, and all of these things enable us to achieve the reward that we aspire to obtain. Number three, not all clients are the right fit. And this is, has got such a multifunctional meaning across so many different parts of business. Whether you're a sole trader or you're a company or you work in a business, there's, there's going to be a time where you have to say no because the expectations of the client or the expectations of the business um, you can't meet those. You, you're, you're, you don't have the skill or the te- technical capability to be able to provide the type of uh, service or results that they want. And sometimes you just have to. You, the, the fit isn't the fit isn't right. You have to choose your business reputation um, and what you want that to look like. I remember uh, very clearly when I was in executive recruitment that we were forever understanding our clients and our candidates to ensure that the company 
and the candidate were a perfect fit. Because if they weren't, there was every likelihood that that partnership or that relationship going back to point one wouldn't survive the desired time. So it's always good to make sure that get the clients and or people fit perfectly together. Point four, mistakes are a necessary part of growth. I love this. If we don't make mistakes, we don't grow. Plain and simple, it's pretty easy to understand. Life is not built to be perfect. We aren't built to be perfect human beings and we grow purely by making mistakes. Some of the greatest athletes in the world, some of the, some of the biggest entrepreneurs in the world have made some of the most fundamental errors time and time again to perfect their craft. It teaches us lessons. It also teaches us to be forgiving, enables us to let go of our fears, and it helps us grow as a person. So making mistakes is, you've got to be okay with that. You have to accept the fact that making mistakes is just part of the process for us to move forward in life and to evolve and grow. The one thing that it really did for me is it, it inspires me to achieve more. So the more mistakes I make, the hungrier I get. Point five, always be prepared to demonstrate your expertise. This is cool. Look, demonstrated expertise and effectiveness basically means that as individuals, we can achieve results in our chosen field. Sometimes people are going to say, hey, if you're a first-class quality professional tiling contractor, can you show me some examples of your work? Can I talk to some people and uh, acquire some references for the type of quality that you produce? This is pretty standard in today's world is that people will ask us about demonstrating our expertise. Uh, LinkedIn is a perfect example of how a lot of people put together their, uh, their bios or their resumes and it, and it shows them the, the history of um, different roles that they've held for a variety of different companies. Um, your resume, your um, CV speaks volumes about the type of career that you've had. It's, yeah, it's really important. Number six, ownership over your decisions and in some cases, ownership over the people you employ. This is a pretty straightforward lesson. You have to own everything that you touch. You have to own everything that you do. You have to own sometimes the decisions that other people make for you. You just have to own it. And what I mean by that is the world is a complicated, fast-moving place. Life isn't perfect. It's meant to be challenging because in challenging times we grow. And sometimes the decisions that we make don't necessarily deliver the results that we are aiming to achieve. You get some pretty crappy results out of some of the decisions that you make and occasionally you get some excellent results from the decisions that you make. You can't pick and choose which ones you own and which ones you don't. You just have to own them all and look at every lesson, every decision that you make as a lesson and take something away from it. Learn from it. Lesson seven. Communication is essential. I love communicating. It is so important in today's world. It, it always has been important. However, today, we, the amount of communication tools that we have are amplified 12-fold. We have um, you know, Messenger, WhatsApp, Facebook, 
contact, Instagram messaging, text, email, Snapchat, TikTok, phone calls. It's crazy how many communication tools we have in the modern world versus 20 years ago. It's, a, it's the habit of communicating that enables us in life to achieve everything that we want. And you can't achieve what you want in life without communicating outwardly and inwardly. So communicating outwardly with other people and then your self-talk. So inwardly, telling yourself and communicating with yourself and making sure that you're on track for achieving your goals. And remember, with communicating comes responsibility and with communicating, it's important that you understand how we communicate. So 55% of our communication is through physiology. So the way that we move um, with our hands and our body, 38% is vocal. So it's the tone and depth of the voice that we use when we're communicating with others. And believe it or not, 7% is the words that we use. So physiology is incredibly powerful when we're communicating. Number eight, follow through on your promises. You see, every day, every week, every month, every year, we are asked to do things and we, in conversations with colleagues at work, family and friends, our peers, we make promises on what we're going to do or things that we're going to help other people with. Our reputation is important to us, right? So it's important that whether we're in business or we in social settings, that we always follow through with our promises. Number nine, health and fitness are vital ingredients. It's so important to have a balanced life. Everything that you do has to be balanced. Your health and fitness are such a key ingredient in maintaining vitality and energy in everything that you do in life, whether it's with your family, your friends, your business. If you're not healthy, those other you're literally putting a shelf life on what you can achieve in life and how well you can achieve it. I go to the uh, I go to Good Life Gym. I'm there probably four or five days a week. I do a lot of classes and also strength exercises. And I know that the importance of doing that, not only for my health, but also for my mental state as well. Number 10, focus on what you want, not what you're trying to avoid. This is a pretty cool lesson that I've learned in life. And when I've explained this to people before, the way I look at it is... If you can imagine yourself in a room, pitch black, super dark, can't see anything, and you need to find your way out. In your left or right hand, you have a flashlight, and you switch it on. Once you point that flashlight in a particular direction, it's sort of, it's pretty much exactly like the area of focus, and you're focusing on moving forward, escaping that room, getting out, whatever it might be. It's very much how we should be treating our lives. So when you focus on things, focus on what you want to achieve, not what you want, to, not what you're trying to avoid. So if you want to focus on having a healthy lifestyle and maintain that, 
You need to focus on the types of foods that you need to eat to maintain that lifestyle. You need to focus on the amount of exercise that you need to have to, to, to do to, uh, to have that healthy lifestyle. It's important. These things are essential in operating the way that we do in life. Before wrapping up today on the 10 key lessons that I've learned in business, I thought it'd be really cool to share with you some of uh, my thoughts around some good books that I've read. And one of the ones that I came across when I was in recruitment was The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, written by Stephen R. Covey. It's a really great book. Um, It's very much about the principle-centered approach um, for solving personal and professional problems. It's a really good read and uh, it gives you a step-by-step pathway for, for living you know, a fan, with fairness and integrity and of service. And um, it provides some really, really good principles um, that are great to adapt, change and wisdom. Thank you so much for tuning in, to, uh, tuning in today and uh, listening to my, uh, my lessons. Uh, that I've learned. I hope that you get to take. I hope that you take something away from today's uh, podcast. Next week we'll be uh, we'll have some new guests appearing on the show. Um, stay tuned and um, have a fantastic week ahead. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Tiling Connect podcast. If you'd like to hear more, don't forget to subscribe. If you have any questions or would like to be involved in the show, email us at Tiling Connect at gmail.com. See you next episode. Until then, stay connected.